everyone. Welcome back. Um, we have the perfect episode to launch season three. Yes, season, season three. Season three, what? That is the loveliest of all <laughs> lovely co-hosts. Am I a co-host? Are we both co-hosts? You're the we're, host. We're I'm... both. We're both co-hosts. I love no, it. We're, we just we just co-host. That's what we do. <laughs> that is Ryan Salo, who is incredible. hello. Ooh, hi, Ryan. You're great. Oh. I'm Bridget Harper. We, Who is also uh, incredible. We're, yes. <laughs> and we're doing this again. Season three. Look at season one and two were hits. Uh, this isn't like uh, season three of Ted Lasso. If you haven't seen it yet, hang oh, in there. Man. Good luck. Could be the end. Could get not. The, get the tissues. Get the tissues, people. But unlike Ted Lasso, we're definitely going to be back for season four and season mm. five. And season I mean, 18 and 18. Oh, boy. Goodness. You just love us all. You just love us so much. Yeah. Yes. You just love listening to our voices. We know. And that's it for this. today's episode. Uh, survey <laughs> says. And it's over. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, no, I joke. Um, So this week, it's been an exciting week at Clearly Rated as we announced our inaugural best staffing firms for women winners list. Oof, that was a uh, mouthful. Best staffing firms for women winners list oh what exactly does that mean wonderful question uh listener number 12 um the staffing (laughs) recruiting firms listed on this wonderful list conducted internal employee surveys and have earned the best of staffing award in the employee satisfaction category inclusion on the best of staffing firms for women list is an additional designation for firms that included identity-based demographic survey questions and met additional criteria, demonstrating that they provide the best employee experience for their female internal employees. It's it's honestly a really exciting award that we've been kind of talking about in the office for the last couple of years. As soon as we started with, uh, you know, the best employee like awards, like this is a great place for you to work. Like that felt really nice. Um, and now to be able to take and add on these additional designations, starting and leading really the course with with female and how how are women really liking working at your place of business? Mm-hmm. Probably scares some. And if it scares you, well, you should probably do some work. Maybe a little <laughs> bit, a tiny bit. Maybe would a little you bit. win? Little would bit. you win? That's yeah. the question. Mm-hmm. That's the question. Uh, <laughs> well, I echo that I am so excited about this award designation. I think it's a very exciting thing to be able to offer to staffing firms. As Bridget mentioned, if you didn't participate in your staffing firm, you listen to our podcast and you want to get involved, but you're a little scared, that's good. Good to be It's even better. That's even more reason. Even- even more reason to do this survey. Um, But we also want to provide a little context as to why we launched this list. So you've probably read semi-recently, unless you happen to live under a rock or don't have a smartphone, (laughs) uh, that 1 million women have left the workforce since 2020, which is just bananas. That a million women have left the workforce. Citing lack of childcare and extreme burnout as the primary causes, which doesn't surprise me at all, to be perfectly honest. (laughs) 
beyond contending with their heavier workload during the pandemic, both at home and at work, women face stronger headwinds and bias while trying to advance in their careers. Women in underrepresented groups face additional challenges in the workplace and are still experiencing non-inclusive behaviors and also not reporting them to employers. So unfortunately, the staffing industry is far from immune to these realities. So we at Clearly Rated believe that now is the time, really all the time is the time, to highlight the importance of supporting women in the workforce and to recognize the staffing firms that provide the best employee experience to their female internal employees. Oof. Yeah. I mean, when you hit on heavier workloads during the pandemic, like Ryan and I both have kids. We mm-hmm. obviously still have our jobs. Mm-hmm. It was a struggle. It was a struggle. I don't think if we if we didn't have each other, <laughs> I think we'd still be here. I agreed. Uh, <laughs> I just like I'd like to take a moment to shout out all of the women listening to this podcast, whether you are a parent or not. The parents out there, the teachers out there, I'm going to shout out Bridget right now because she homeschooled her children during the pandemic, as many of us did, and essentially was teaching third grade and first grade while at the same time being a super badass boss lady uh, and doing her full-time job here at Clearly Rated. So my son was only one at the time, which presented its own set of challenges (laughs) during the pandemic (laughs) while trying to work full-time and not having daycare really being able to go out and see anybody but i just have to i have to shout out all of you amazing women out there for doing what doing what you did and if it's you if you're listening and you're one of the women that left the workforce because you didn't have child care and you were burnt out i see you i am you (laughs) And, and i support you yeah i mean tough not it's those years, it's a lot hard. It was a lot. Yeah. And I don't ever, you couldn't pay me to go back to that. I'm no, not, oh. I don't think you could pay anybody to go back. Through that. No, no, no. In, in fact, as we just stated, a million women said, don't pay me because I'm not doing this. Because um, I'm not, yeah, I'm not doing this. Yeah. <laughs> forget it. It was, it was a blur. And I think through that too, Ryan, as you mentioned, it's, it's now turned a little bit to, you know, mental health, being aware of burnout, uh, because we're still experiencing it. It's a different level of what we went through during the pandemic, but there's still a lot of uncertainty with the inflation, with the economy. There's still a lot of stress, and that can really weigh on on every individual, uh, male, female any kind alike, um, parent, no parent. So being really aware of your mental health is is key. Mm-hmm. And while we really advocate for employee surveys, you should be checking in with your employees, surveying them at least twice a year because things change. Your, yeah. your book of business changes. The stresses of things at home and at work, everything changes. So you should really be finding out from your employees, how how they're doing, uh, and what yeah. can you do to support them to reduce churn? The big thing here is it's really expensive to turn over employees. 
So not only is there the right thing to do because you care about all of the people (laughs) that you work alongside, but you also don't want to just keep burning cash by rehiring, training, investing in these people and their careers to have them walk out the door because they're overwhelmed. So if you need to know how you're doing, survey your employees, do it, do it, do it. And then as you can see here with with this new award that we've got, this new designation, being able to recognize some of the differences on how certain individuals, different demographics are, um, how, how their satisfaction is. So mm-hmm. it's a lot. This is a lot. This is a big responsibility, but come on, you're working closely with your coworkers. Happy coworkers means happy clients, happy, happy, happy all around. There's a ton of benefits to employees. Happy service. wise, happy life, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's stitched on a pillow. Yeah, you're yes. <laughs> correct. So one of the things I wanted to kind of get into is some of the qualifications. So you might be running your own surveys. Here you go. Time to check your data see what you've got, send this off to HR um, and see, are there differences in these different demographics, different populations within your company, your internal employees and see, do you match up? Would you be a best place to work for women? Would you? I don't know. I hope so. Uh, I've got a whole list of companies that are, which to me (laughs) is a woman (laughs) is very, very attractive. It's really nice to know what a great place for me, a place I would be supported is a place that I would be interested in working. So there you go. Okay. So to win this, this title, let's talk through the criteria that the winning firms uh, were required to meet. So you need to have a a minimum response rate of having 10 employee survey responses. And at least 47% of those responses from employees identify as female. So nearly half of the workforce, which is how we came up with that 47% as just, yeah, that's 47% of the, of the U S is female. So you should have that same kind of demographic, that same split within your company. If you don't have it, if you look around right now and you're seeing way more male faces than female faces, let's get to work on that. Um, Next up, <laughs> Ryan, Ryan just enjoys when I'm like, come on, look around, look at the table. I really, I really do. That's really fun for me. <laughs> yeah. It's not hard. Look around. Look at your Zoom room. Uh, if there are more guys named John, then you've got a problem. Um, then the next piece of uh, qualifying criteria is a net promoter score. So an NPS of 50% or above for those who identify as female. So you need to have not only the numbers in place, but you need to make sure that they are at a best of level, uh, which is a 50%. So get that or higher. Not easy to do. So make sure the things that you're doing to support your your employees work for everyone and not just a certain group. 
low. If you're like, hey, we all get this perk, make sure it works. It's equitable. Okay, representation. So again, you need to have that female representation of 47%, and they need to have at least 47% of leadership roles. So if you've got within your employee base, all of your female women workers, anybody that identifies as a woman in support roles, time to start a career path to advancement. How can we Mm -hmm. get more leaders, female leaders at the table? So they're not going to ask you for it. So start pulling them in. (laughs) Some will ask like me. Some will ask. Yeah, some will ask. I certainly did. (laughs) But, you know, it's a lot easier when I just promote you, Ryan. Uh, Works out great. Perfect. Um, Love that. So for what, since this is really primarily within staffing and recruiting, that would be branch manager and above. Okay. So if you're looking and you're not in the staffing recruiting space, look at your, look at the the layout of how many female leaders do you have and and start, start running the math. Okay. So make sure you have nearly 50% of leadership roles are women. Okay. The last criteria that we did, and this one's an interesting one, is looking at a a gap in satisfaction. So once you have all of this determined and you've got all of your NPS scores and you've got it, uh, you know, segmented out by gender, you can then see and calculate the satisfaction that men are having and those that prefer not to identify, you'll have that group as well. You should have that as a selection and those that identify as female. So if there isn't a major gap in satisfaction, so think of like 15 percentage points between male and female employees at the firm, make sure there isn't anything larger than that. So you can have a, 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 a gap, but start to dig into why. Why is there a gap? Why is the satisfaction hitting men at 20% higher than women, 30% higher than women? There's something that potentially policies can change, but dig into the the feedback, this is where that open-ended feedback in your surveys can really help, like see if you can identify some, maybe some spots where where we don't have really a true equitable experience happening between your male and female employees. Um, and then those that prefer not to identify, check those out too. So this is really, we're trying to, con- like all of these factors are trying to to really create an equitable experience between men and women and making sure it's within 15 percentage points between those two, you know, satisfaction and PS scores. Okay. So hopefully you wrote that all down. <laughs> if not, it's a podcast. You can just quickly rewind and re-listen mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to everything. Just I hit the said. little like go back 30 mm-hmm. seconds, like that little circle that says like go back 15 or 30 mm-hmm. seconds is great. Super helpful. I, I do click that, that one a lot. Yeah, And some, you know, some different um, platforms where you're listening, there's a little like closed captioning button that will auto generate closed captioning. For oh, itself, excellent. Which is pretty fancy. Uh, yeah. Just use um, caution because I speak with a jumbled mouth. So sometimes my words don't actually get caught into the closed captioning uh, audience. So, so <laughs> I love that you know that. I know it because I've seen it. Happening. Oh, so bad. Yeah. It's like the voice to text for me is doesn't work. 
they, I really proceed with caution. Yeah. My husband's is the same way. It's pretty funny. I always know when he used a voice to text situation. It does not Quite enjoyable for me. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, so there we go. Awesome. What are you, any questions? Any questions on any of the criteria that I, that I just spewed out? No questions. I, I just really want to say that I'm so proud of the winning firms who participated this year. So hats off to them. Their dedication to supporting women in the workplace is awesome to see. We've mentioned we still have a long way to go, but I absolutely love that our winning firms are really taking this seriously. They're really digging in, listening to the women in their organization, to their needs, making sure that they feel supported and heard. So congratulations to all of our best staffing firm for women winners. That is quite the mouthful to say. Uh, later this season, we will be lucky enough to be joined by one such winner on the podcast. So stay tuned for that episode. This is going to be a theme here for us in season three, y'all. So just to buckle up, we're going to have a great time. And now it's time for my favorite part of the podcast, where we shout out a member of our team. Since we're talking about women, I think it's only appropriate to shout out an awesome female member of our team. Today, we are shouting out our very own Zita Flaherty, our favorite, Mm -hmm. our favorite Irish lass, (laughs) our Zen yoga instructor and dog whisperer, who is, she's just basically an animal lover who will steal your dog if you're not paying attention. And when I say steal your dog, she'll be the best dog mom you could ever consider. So it's not like she just is going to steal your dog and then it's going to be weird. It's going to be great for your dog. Sad for you, but great for your dog. As a senior CSM, she boomeranged back to us after an 18-month stint (laughs) at another (laughs) software company. Uh, We're so happy to have her back. She's a skilled leader, incredibly passionate about client experience, and highly knowledgeable about all things NPS. She's an amazing female leader who everyone gleans inspiration from. Thank you, Zita, for all that you do for us. You are truly wonderful. I am so happy that you boomerang back to Clearly Rated and that we have an opportunity to work with you. I mean, Zeta is like all of the things that you've said and more. It is, she is such a vibrant personality to have on the team, like not just the customer success team benefits from Zeta's, like her ambiance, just who she is, but She's always got great ideas. She's never afraid mm-hmm. to ask questions and yeah. ask why. Why do we do this? And couldn't we do this? And she just yep. sees so many different blind spots. She's just, she she's fun to be she around. She really moves the needle on a lot of things too. So just knowing and understanding how things could possibly work better for our clients. As I mentioned, she's very passionate about client experience. So there's, she just, she does so much for our clients. It's, it's, I I love it. It's just if I could have like 50 Zetas, I would really I feel like I would just really be thriving if that Oh, you would be thriving. We would have so many questions to answer, but then they would all just be and asking be and so answering. Great. It uh, yeah. it would be we would be um that that does feel like bliss. That would be like us stealing all of the dogs for her. She would love that. <laughs> we want all of the Zetas. She wants all of the dogs. Big fan. I love that. All right. Well, if you have further questions related to this lovely topic, 
uh, it, you know, even best practices on how to run an employee survey. How can mm-hmm. you do it? The most, you know, like ethical, equitable way, uh, reach out to us. Um, if you have any podcast topics or would you like to be a guest on our podcast? Perhaps, maybe. <laughs> you can simply email us at surveysays at clearlyrated.com. We encourage we we really do encourage you to listen as much as you can. Uh, Hi, we mom. Love doing this, yeah. Hey, mom. Thanks for listening again. <laughs> um, we air new episodes every other Thursday. It's on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Uh, we also post new episodes to our social media channels. So, until next time, survey says thank you. Keep doing it, ladies. Keep <laughs> keep You're it, crushing up. it out there. You're doing it. You're doing a great job. We see you. Till next time.